Hey everyone, welcome back to the Modeling and Wellbeing Podcast, where you can learn the ins and outs of modeling, and not only that, but gain tips to better care for your holistic well-being. I'm your girl, Larissa, and I'm so excited for you all to tune into this really exciting episode. Um, so one of my goals for season two was to start to just like interview different people about their wellness stories, really get a perspective on people that are just in the modeling industry and everything like that. And I have a very special guest. I figured that why not just start in-house, right? <laughs> and so I have my incredibly beautiful sister. She is a warrior. She is an inspiration. <laughs> she is, I feel like, such a strong person and has such a strong story. And I'm really excited for all of you to get to know her story because I do feel like it's going to touch lives one way or another. And so for that, I am going to say welcome, Ash. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> it's so funny, y'all. I was like, Ashley, can you be my first guest on here? And she's like, yeah, I guess, you know, because she's my big sister, all right? So everyone thinks I'm the oldest sister, but no, she's my big sister. I look up to her and everything. So I'm really excited for her to be here today. So Ash, how you feeling? How you feeling? I'm feeling good. Ash. <laughs> I'm feeling good. I'm, I'm doing okay. Feeling good. You know? Yeah. Good. Well, I appreciate you again for being here. And um, yeah, I guess we'll just kind of dig right into things. So a, a lot of this episode is really going to be focused on the wellness part of things. Um, I do think that when it comes to both modeling and wellness, it's so hard to kind of separate um, the two. And not only that, but we have to just learn how to take care of ourselves. And sometimes we can learn the best through different stories. So Ash, can you just tell me just a little bit about yourself to the audience, the things that you like to do, um, a little bit of your background, just anything that you're willing to share on your end? Um, about myself? Um, okay, well, um, I would say that I recently, uh, not recently, but um, so 2016, well, this is before I got sick. I was always a hard worker, went to college, graduated high school, and um, my, you know, I always used to like, you know, dance for the fun, hang out with friends and stuff, and um, I'm a homebody, so I love to be in the house. Um Watch movies. Um, pretty much, I was more of a laid back, chill child, um, and I was around my sister, of course, her, you know, <laughs> of course. And we, you know, that's pretty much about it. Um, but before the, I mean, after that, uh, I was diagnosed with uh, lupus in 2016. Um, I did have kidney failure between 2016 and going on 2017. In the middle of 2017, um, both of my kidneys was in the, the the end of the stage. So I was doing dialysis in 2000, started dialysis in 2017. And then... 
all the way till I would say uh all the way to April sixth of two thousand and twenty 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 two I had got a, a kidney call for a transplant of April 6, 2022. And so all those years of me having dialysis and kidney failure, a big life change happened where I was kind of basically not really working much. Um, I was dealing so much with my health regarding weight loss, low self-esteem, and then, then weight gain and anxiety and depression and just a lot of change big change in my life of not being able to work and stuff like that um then after that i got the kidney call and so far i just kind of been taking a lot of things day by day because i had um lost a stepson around the time of april so um i've kind of been still in the middle of grieving and grieving with his father as my boyfriend who was with me out of the years of 2013 all the way to now who has helped me through my health and now the fact that he had lost a son i have been there with him so so far i've been a rough years of 2016 through now and i'm still kind of taking everything day by day and managing but i am back at work slowly but part-time and then right now i'm in the middle of uh, um of getting better um getting better with my health and managing it way better than I used to. And so far, building strength back. And so far, still um, still managing my mental health anxiety at the same time. And um, I had got up. I did get an apartment, so I'm slowly working on that right now as we speak. And other than that, I've been kind of just more like I always would be laid back. I did. I do have dogs. I did get a dog in uh, 2020. No, yep, 2020 during the uh, COVID pandemic, you know, for just to be a good, um, you know, self-support with me being feeling alone during my dialysis and health and stuff. So I had to get a dog and I just got another dog. So you probably can kind of hear him in the background. I'm trying to blank them out. But right now, um, yeah, so pretty much I kind of just been to myself. I'm a homebody. I love watching movies. I stay to myself. I work hard. I've just kind of been trying to keep my health manageable. And right now I'm just dealing with like, my mental health and other things that's thrown at me, just fighting through life itself. And, you know, that's about it. Yeah, yeah, cool. Thank you for sharing that, Ash. There's a lot to unpack there. Um, so I want to just go back to when you first found out that you had lupus. So I know that you were in your early 20s. You know, this is when was when I was in college at the time. And, you know, a lot was kind of shifting for you. You weren't able to do certain things um, that people our age could be able to do or that you did before. So can you just let me know, like, what are just a couple of feelings that you felt during that time when in terms of like how that affected your mental health and wellness and I know that you kind of talked about that um and and how that is like for you now but how was that transition for you um when you were diagnosed and your life just changed um uh well I would say mm, the feeling was horrible um mm -hmm. pretty much it was like um 
pretty much a shocking like wow like my life in a change i'm not gonna be able to do a lot of fun things like i used to um honestly in the beginning i felt like i was literally dying i feel like everything was just happening so fast within a year um and like my i was so weak body changed so much uh mentalness changed so much health breathing wise changed a lot it was hardly it was hardly away I mean I couldn't hardly I couldn't walk really I couldn't I couldn't literally do nothing so I felt like in a young body like my body just shutting down all the way fully and didn't know kidney kidney failure impacts so much in your body it felt like everything was you know shattering in my Mm -hmm. whole entire body so um it was uh it was like really pretty much I would call it a nightmare a big big nightmare strike like a strike at me really bad so it was nothing it was bad pretty much pretty bad wow yeah well first off I just want to say thank you for your story and your vulnerability it takes a lot to share that personal stuff you know and I think I think you mentioned a lot about the physical body and just like having this like kind of reality check that when our physical health kind of takes a different turn, everything about our life, everything about our mental health kind of takes a turn. And I know that you said like right now, even you're working through some of your mental health kind of struggles and overcoming things. So can you just tell us a little bit more about how do you stay afloat? How do you cope or um, handle, you know, your mental health? for yourself um so far i noticed um honestly i noticed that my mental health has been handled well by you know able to work again Mm -hmm. um one thing i would say like the main thing that been helping is me even having something else here and that's honestly my dogs like I, i didn't think that people would be so attached to animals you know when you're dealing with something and yeah, I do have family. I do have sisters and stuff like that. But I feel like, yeah, you know, there's always going to be something else that, you know, feel like it just helps you better. You know, some people read the Bible. Some people, you know, go to therapy and stuff like that. But for some reason, like, even though my dogs don't have no idea what I'm saying, sometimes <laughs> they can to, understand. <laughs> I talk to my dog, talk to myself mm-hmm. all the time. Um, sometimes like, you know, over the summer last year, so I kind of started, you know, doing night drives, you know, and sometimes just sit in my car, listening to music or just sit in my car and have a moment of silence. Uh, normally anywhere like you can be a space away from the whole world. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like that been helping cause I never had thought about that ever. And then sometimes I would say, I mean, I'm a homebody, so I like to watch the movies, I like to be to myself. And sometimes I will take a break. You know, I have, I really have took a break from social media a lot that I used to be mostly this whole beginning of this year. So since I have been doing, I felt like social media being away from social media has been good. Um, and yeah, pretty much, uh, music, my dogs, um, you know, sometimes my sister would send me little quotes out the Bible, you know, I don't read the Bible, but you know, having somebody else that does, you know, and send me something, uh, you know, I, you know, can relate to, or sometimes there might be quotes, you know, and in certain parts of social media I look into and stuff like that. So I kind of, and then sometimes I do write in my phone, in my notes, 
or I would just start writing stuff down just to get it out my, you know, out my head or something on my mind. Or I would just literally talk to myself just to get mm-hmm. it out, even though I'm talking to myself, but it still, it, it got out. So I feel like that's the main thing that'd be helping me other than that, you know, and you know, some things that means achieving goals and managing money better than I used to be. I feel like that helps too, you know, and certain things I have accomplished, I had got far as I can, I can you know, I mean, trying to do my own small business to help other people that deal with what I'm dealing with in their mental health. And, you know, uh, I have had people reach out to me that have lupus and kidney failure, and they tell me how I manage dialysis and stuff. So I do give them feedback. So the more I give them feedback, the more it gives me thinking, you know, I should do more for them, you know, and it's not about the money. It's just about me just doing stuff for other people and give them advice and you know, I sometimes do make people cry when I tell my story, but at the same time, I still make people cry, but I still help them understand. And I feel that if I can do that to other people, it helps. So, so far, that's why I think about so much. It just, you know, it takes time to figure out how to start certain things. But that's what been on my mind a lot, mm-hmm. pretty much. Wow. Can you just, like, let that simmer in for a second? Everything that you just said, Ash, <laughs> don't laugh at me. <laughs> No, but for real, Ash. I like all day, honestly. What? No, it, look, like I said, y'all, an inspiration. Like the fact that you were able to get through something and you're still going through it, of course, right? Life isn't perfect. Mm-hmm. But like the fact that you're like pushing through it and then you're like helping people, you're you have the heart to help people through their own situation. And that's powerful because do you know how many some do you know how many people would like go through something traumatic and would just like give up and then give up on other people or be so angry at the world? I had you those know? times too. Yeah, and and I kept going. Yeah, you, like you're showing us that you just kept going, and that's a powerful gift because not a lot of people have the energy to or the capacity. Um, so, so I love that. And I wanted to kind of go back to when you had your kidney transplant, because I feel like every time that I think about the fact that you got a transplant, I was like, oh my gosh, like God literally came through for our family and most importantly for you. Mm. And I know sometimes you'd be like downplayed and stuff. You'd be like, oh yeah, no, 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 no. Like, no, it's worth celebrating. So I, I personally always like get emotional when I think about the fact that you got a kidney like a you got basically kind of a second chance at life and so let us know like what how like how do how is that feeling for you i know that what it's almost coming up in a year since you got the transplant but like what was that like for you like just mentally like the things that you're thinking about your body like going into surgery because you know it was super sudden and then like post surgery like after surgery like let us know how how was that experience for you well when i went into surgery i was actually like excited but at the same time i was nervous but at the same time all i kept thinking about is just resting like i mm-hmm. finally can just sit here and like you know just rest and i was thinking well okay i want to know what the how i'm gonna feel after and then when i woke up the doctor surprised like after the surgery the next day i started walking to the bathroom yeah i had a lot of fluids that was supposed to be that's drained out and it was going down from my thighs and legs so yes i was very swollen after surgery but i think the main key was like then i really feel i could feel the difference already i feel light 
if I was very, very energetic and very hungry, like I'd even want to rest. I wanted to hurry up and get up. Mm-hmm. So the feeling was really good. And then uh, the, the next thing I was thinking about, like, what am I going to do next? Like, now what do I do? You know, I, I'm about to be 31, but like it been almost a year, but all these months, so much tragedy has been going on too as well after, so I haven't got the time to really enjoy it, but I have got the time to understand like, okay, my body's letting me do this. My body's letting me do that. Okay. Take advantage of that. My body's letting me work. Let me lift things more. Uh, I have more energetic. I can get up in the morning and not be sleepy. I don't oversleep. You know what I'm saying? I can... You know, it just, and then I take less pills now as well. So, you know, I'm going to be on medication regardless my whole life, but I just feel like my body's more, you know, energetic. Yeah, I still get, you know, my back pain as usual because at the end of the day, I will still deal with lupus the rest of my life, but I still feel like my body's manageable to not let lupus affect anything, any other organs. So I still have not changed my eating. I still honestly eat the same way I ate when I was doing dialysis it's hard to go back to all that greasy food yeah i kind of have my cheat days but at the, end of the time, at the same time i don't want i don't even like red meat so it's and i don't drink milk i drink almond milk i don't even drink it i only use it for cereal but i hardly eat cereal so honestly i feel like it feels a wonderful it's a wonderful feeling everybody turns yeah, the turnout is different. You know, my doctors have told me people had got transplant, don't even take their medication. It fails again. And me, I'm not taking them chances. So I plan on this year to do more vacation. Um, and, you know, I mean, I had got an apartment. You know, it's different. But at the same time, it's just, you know, it's the start. You know, it's the start to, you know, everything just a start. So it's still taking time. But, I, and I didn't get to, you know, experience, you know, enjoy it. But it's getting there, so I'm, a, I'm getting to the point to enjoy it. it and I honestly, I enjoyed that, the fact that I can work. And I mm-hmm. think that's the main key, working. Building, yeah. My strength is building. That's what all my doctors tell me. Then you build a lot of strength. Your lab is good. I get. I have not got anything where my labs are bad. So I think that's a blessing. That's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Amen to that. When you when you're like helping other people like through this situation or talking to them, do you talk about this experience too that you're having after your kidney, or do you mostly just talk to them more about their kind of situations? I mean, I talk to them more of how they how what they're dealing with, but I tell them that I let them know that they wasn't out. They're not alone. I did the, mm-hmm. I felt the same way. I, you know, I was, I was the same way and I would tell them how this helped me. And I mean, this is what I did that helped me regarding like medication, you know, doctors just give you medication. I'm like, okay, well, this is what medication I figured out. I'm not saying you should test the medication how I did it, but I have noticed certain medications, it don't need that much of a dose. You can limit the dose or it's how you take it. You can take your lesson with the doctor saying that helped and then the doctors would be surprised. So almost, I had got hired to be a um a um a trans a transplant not transplant but a dialysis uh patient uh dialysis worker to mm-hmm. help them plug up to the machines and stuff so i had got hired and then if i noticed i had got hired with them in the time i got hired is when i was doing my treatment so i couldn't i always wouldn't work but the fact that i know that i got that far and i was able to got hired by them was able to work with them that showed me that my intelligence is smart enough to help others mm-hmm. out even doing that as a job. I can just Period. do it. 
naturally as just a gift to help out people and give them advice and tell them what they should tell their doctors to help them out. You know, and I, and I, you know, mm-hmm. I had recently had someone reach out to me recently about him being swelling in the head into the ankles due to the fact that his blood pressure is so high and he took the same blood pressure pills as me. And I told him, well, if this blood pressure is new, you should try to at least still have it the dose, but try to lower the dose and see what it does to your body. Check your blood pressure every hour and see what it does. And then you feel like it's doing it right for your blood pressure and check it for a couple of days. And if you feel like it's right, let the doctors know, hey, I started doing this. I feel like this will work. And, it's, and then the doctors agree, then you just solve that situation right there. So I'm not sure if he did it, but it was something to still share with him, you know? Yeah, exactly. And I think you bring up a good point that, I don't know. Like I always had this like thing of regardless of what the doctors be saying, you have to listen to your own body because like we know our bodies mm-hmm. best. So they can say like, oh yeah, you got to take this and this. But it's like, if your body isn't handling that, or if you really don't actually need the medication, like you don't have to force yourself to take it, mm-hmm. you know, because at the end of the day, medication is man-made and yes, it does help a lot of stuff. But at the end of the day, I believe I'm just putting my own opinion out there, but I believe that um, the foods that we eat really make a difference in our healing and stuff too. Mm-hmm. So I, and I, I feel like you've talked a lot about, you know, like you literally told your doctors like, no, I'm not taking this because it's affecting this. And once they took it, took you off of that medication, like you were fine. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's true. Yeah. So, okay, you touched on a little bit about like your goals, and I know that we talk a lot about goals, and I feel like you're you <laughs> you always get tired of me talking about <laughs> some of the positive ash, you know. <laughs> but I just want to know what vacations we going on because you always say you want to go on a vacation, but <laughs> I know I know money be a little tight sometimes. We can't always be out here going wherever we want, but. Hey, look, what's, what's your goals now that you are starting to kind of transition out of a lot of things and into your own independence as a person and as a woman? Uh, well, I know my main goal is I know that uh, lupus or kidney month is coming up. So I know that. Mm-hmm. Is that in May? I think it's in May. So when you come yeah. back, I know that when you come in the city, I do want to start making a website mm-hmm. where like. I do want to make a website to share my story, but I do want to make a website where I'm talking, some talking about podcasts and talk about, you know, certain stuff or like make, have like a 30 minute sessions with people. If people want to click on to just meet me and you know what I'm saying? So I do want to do that. I already have my LLC and stuff. I do want to support my business out there on t-shirts and stuff of like what I am. And I do want to, um, I do want to start doing mini little restaurant vlogs. So I do like to eat. So <laughs> like the ones that the voiceover ones on TikTok. Yeah, I do want to do that. <laughs> At certain places, I do want to take a friend's trip or a girl's trip to Miami for sure. And I do want to go back to Atlanta, of course. And after that, I don't know where else. I just hey. know two places, but I do want to be able to do a little mini vlogs of traveling stuff and just try to have enjoy life while I, while I can. You know, I have no kids, and you know, why not? Yeah, why not? Well, I'm excited for you. You know, I was like, 
I'm just so excited for you to just continue to branch out because there's nothing like healing and growing into what I always like to say into the best version of yourself and whatever that looks like for you uh, yeah. moving forward. Um, and I was going to say something else. What was I going to say? Um, mm, oh, yes, your business, your business. Okay. Can you just say a little bit more about your business, because I think it's so impactful because if anyone is listening and you're having issues with lupus or uh, kidney failure, or I don't even, you know, I feel like your the sicknesses go beyond just those two, because I feel like, and I've never had any sicknesses in my life before, but I know other family has, but sometimes some of those symptoms can be very similar to one another and so ashley here i feel like is really designing and creating a community a place where you you don't have to feel like you're alone and i think that we need to know that you know as a society and as people because we do feel like we're always alone in our struggles but we're not so ashley can you just like tell us a little bit more about your vision for the business and like when can we expect um to see merch or different things i know you said the website by may but anything else that we should be looking out for oh, <laughs> I come with so many ideas. It just yeah. pops up every day. Um, well, so far, I know that I do want to start a site. What I want a site, I do want the site to be maybe like 30-minute sessions or 45-minute sessions or maybe longer than that to get have people share me their story and I can give them tips, advice about depression, mental health, anxiety, um, it's just about the dialysis machine or just about why the dialysis make me feel this kind of way, medication, anything that I can get to, to help people get further where they can stay stronger until they get a transplant. Mm -hmm. Or um, I do want to, uh, I am going to try to attend a kidney walk this year as well because we have one every year where there are other people there with donors, even if I have to. If people worldwide need advice regarding like how to contact donors or how to help family members contact donors or you know mm -hmm. other people for their their sick person or so, um, clothes wise, I want to start the site first and then I do want to give out. My idea is to give out comfortable clothes to other people, but mm -hmm. I'm going to start off with t-shirts. But I do want to come out to support people that, to have people wear lupus and kidney failure stuff as women. And there are men that deal with it, but so far that I know so far, I have to do my research more. Mostly women are dealing with, dealing with this. So I do want women to wear it so that other people know, okay, I, they're dealing with lupus too. Oh, do you need a donor? You know, so have it be known. People don't have, so the people that, you know, that is dealing with it, it's kind of like how people do, um, how people do uh, breast cancer. A lot of people that deal with breast cancer wear breast cancer marks to let people know, that, oh, they have dealt with that or their supporting family members have dealt with that. Just to bring it out more out there. And I do want to start doing um, mini vlogs about like, this is the right thing to eat or this is what mm -hmm. I ate when I was sick or just drink smoothie, something like that. Just something to keep everybody in a healthy 
matter and people that don't want to ask the doctors these questions or people get frustrated about how to do that you know i have a list of, okay i went to this story and i got this i put this together just something i can think of i just think of ideas honestly every day so honestly yeah. there's always going to be something that might pop up in my mind and i'll put it on a site but i know my i want a website to be out there so people have time to go on the site to look it out look at it I'm going to end up making my own Instagram for it, you know. Mm -hmm. I'm going to kind of work around YouTube. I'm going to kind of work around Reels. But my main thing is um, I wanted to I'm, – I'm a, I'm a talker in-person kind of person. So I'm a person that likes to talk. So I like to do a lot of in-person type of stuff or, or video type of stuff, or I'm, you know. So whatever – Motivational speaking. Yeah, motivational mm -hmm. speaker. Anything I can get out there so it's, it's being heard, you know. Yeah. Definitely for the ones that's quiet that don't like to share their health. And I understand people like to be private, but, mm -hmm. you know, I just know that I want the people that is private to know that they're not alone. Sometimes mm -hmm. you don't share with the world, but there's always a one person you got to talk to and I'll be, I'm a, I'm a good person that listens and to vent to or something. So. Yeah. And we need people like you, Ash, people that are going to hold those safe spaces for people to just share and be them and be authentic and be themselves and not have to pretend that they're okay. Mm -hmm. um, so that is so exciting. We're going to be on the lookout for sure for all that you have going on, because I think it's just lit. Like you're going to make such a big impact more than you know. And the more that, you know, you continue to be confident in yourself and be in alignment with the divine God, the spirit or whatever, um, you're going to, do great things and i'm so excited and you know i'm definitely be helping you <laughs> with everything for sure um because i believe in you too and i love you so um we're gonna wrap up here but just just like this space in this interview is really designed to help share your story and to empower other people i really want to create a space where you feel empowered so i'm gonna in each interview or chat. I don't know. Interview sounds so formal. I don't like that word. <laughs> Each chat, I don't know, vibe with just you telling me like, what are, you know, affirmations. I talk about affirmations a lot <laughs> and I know they're not your thing, but I just want to hear like, what are three affirmations that you promise yourself or that you want to tell yourself today? And you can, they could be like, I am statements. I will be, or just three three things that you want to tell yourself for affirmations. Uh, <laughs> uh, I am strong. Mm -hmm. I am. Hmm, that's a good question. I know I always say I'm strong, I have potential, and I am mm -hmm. a very powerful person. Mm -hmm. uh, I get that a lot when I share my story to people because they're like, wow, you're young. You're a very strong person. You made this far. I cannot believe you're so young. You have dealt with that so much. So, so far, the main key is I'm strong, and I don't give up, and I just keep going. No matter what God strikes to me, I just so far I've been keep going. No matter how bad I be wanting to give up on a lot of stuff, but God gave me the second chance and I can't just back that out. I gotta keep going. And if you know, I have to just keep going. 
Yeah, that's the key, y'all. Keep going. Believe in yourself. Really be confident in your voice. And Ash, that's what I see in you. And I'm really, really grateful that you took the time to be my first person to interview. It's, <laughs> I feel like I kind of cheated because you're my sister, but it counts. I don't care. Nobody say. Um, but <laughs> how can we find you? How can we follow you on social media? My Facebook is, of course, Ashley Arno, but it's A-S-H-L-I-E Arno. Um, my um, Instagram is Miss Ashley dot Y, but it's. I spell it different. It's uh, M-S-A-S-H-L-E dot Y. Um, and saying that's the same thing for my Twitter. That's the same thing for my Snapchat. And, and you're on YouTube too, right? My YouTube is Ashley Arnold, but it seems like it's hard for people to find me. So um, if you can't find my YouTube, I would just say con contact me through Facebook and I'll find a way to send the link to you guys. But the same thing, Ashley Ashley Arnold, or put Ashley Nicole Arnold. But, yeah. yeah, and then I'll also drop the links to her social media in the bio section of this episode. If you want to follow her, definitely follow her because she has great things going on and coming her way and all of your way because I think it's going to benefit everyone. So Ashley, and oh yeah, and the website too. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll keep you updated because that website. Yes. So. Yes. Um, so again, Ashley, thank you so much for being here. I love you to death. I love you to pieces. And um, I'm so excited for what God has in store for you. I'm so excited for your future. Thank you for being transparent and vulnerable today and sharing your story. Um, and for those of you that are listening, if you enjoyed this episode and if anything resonate with you, just let me know. We would love to just hear your feedback. And again, the space is designed to just empower each other and let me know how I can continue to grow. So drop some reviews, some comments. Don't forget to follow this podcast in general, just to stay updated on weekly episodes. And I look forward to just having more guests on the show. Like, yeah, we are coming up. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much, everyone. Love you. XOXO. And bye. Bye.